my coffee grinder exploded. Oh damn! Last week. Yeah. You know, uh, you know the thing you used to br- the grind coffee beans. Yeah, yeah. So since I'm a coffee snob and I like my coffee to be yeah fresh, I like to grind my own coffee beans. And I've got this little thing that looks like a pod on top. Plug it in, put the coffee in, hit the button, zzz, yeah. zzz, and it grinds them up. Well, I plugged this thing up. It, it was weird because I didn't even touch the button. Yeah, I plugged this thing into the wall, and as soon as the plug touched the outlet, it was like somebody dropped a flashbang in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just oh, stopped working. Yeah. The, ba- the, the breaker tripped, so everything in the room wouldn't work. I had to go, you know, turn the. Uh, I had to go turn the fuse. Bo- go to the fuse box and turn it back on. Oh God! And uh, and the grinder was totally destroyed. I plugged it in somewhere else. It wouldn't work. Oh So man. I don't know what happened. That's it. rough. It just went. You Good could Lord. smell that smell of that electric smell. Oh yeah, yeah. When something goes really wrong and you're as the, as they say, the magic blue smoke. <laughs> is it blue? Sometimes. Um, well, the joke is that the uh, electricity runs on smoke because when the smoke appears, uh, the electricity goes away. Well, what was so weird is I didn't even hit the button. I just plugged it in. Yeah. You have to hit a button. You have to turn the top and then hit a button for it to start grinding. Yeah. All I did was plug it in. As soon as I plugged it in, yeah, light, yeah. light, and it's done. <laughs> It was so weird. But the good thing about it was I wanted a, so I could be even more pretentious. I wanted yeah. a burr grinder. Yeah. And so I'd ask. No, I wouldn't mind either. I asked for one for Christmas. Yeah. My, I told my parents, because, you know, mom's always like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm always yep. like, whatever, just wh- anything. But this year I did know what I wanted from her, <laughs> and it, it was a burr grinder. And if people don't know, it's for coffee snobs who want to have Exact control over the the coarseness of their grind. Yeah. So I like to use a it French grinds press it more evenly, and I need a coarse grind to get extract the exact perfect flavor yeah. from my coffee beans. So I asked for a burr grinder, and since my coffee grinder exploded, I got my burr grinder early this year. There you go. Early Christmas. Not Christmas. bad. Nice. <laughs> right on. Now what that means is. Now the parents are going to feel bad because I already had my Christmas <laughs> present, so they're going to get me another one. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's some socks. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, I talked about that in the last episode when it was just little old me. Welcome back to the country, by the way. I told everybody that you were out doing wet work or... Wet work. You were assassinating yeah, someone. I'm, I'm, like, an, I'm an assassin. If That's you ever my... played Splinter Sail, you yeah. know the kind of stuff that he was up to. That's right. He had his sneak suit on, True. had his little silent if pistol. You, if you imagine like Shadowrun. <laughs> Cybernetics. <laughs> Shadowrun meets Splinter Sail meets Metal Gear Solid. There you go. And you were out there sneaking around. Snake. I snake out here. Snake. Sneaking around in the dark and uh, cracking people's neck. <laughs> And then taking shot, pew, pew. <laughs> tranquilizer dart, pew, pew. doing the knocking people out. The James Bond theme with my mouth <laughs> as I'm doing it. <laughs> In your mind, you, all you hear is. I'm sneaking around a corner just loud enough so the so that who I'm trying to hit can hear it, and they're just like they're like looking around like, what is that sound? Oh man, those games, those games are. I love all those stealthy, sneaky games. Yeah, I know that Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid was probably the first game that you fell in love with is that true or not uh i don't know if that's true because i also played a I played super metroid too i love that game a lot oh yeah i super played metroid, a symphony yeah. of the night i also got really into that game yeah i i know that you like games but i think of i just think of a list of games that you really fell in love with yeah so like you said metroid symphony of the night metal gear solid I'm, i probably got them out of order um 
No, I, I like Bogomi stuff. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. And all this stuff is like in my brain. I don't exactly remember the years. Yeah. All that stuff is like childhood, except for like Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, well, well, which Metroid, is more recent. Unless you came into Metroid late, that would have been you young. Yeah, no, that was young. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get. You were into different games than me. I didn't get into Metroid. I did play all the Metal Gear Solid games, but I didn't get into them like you did. Yeah, and I did get into Symphony of the Night later. Well, well, the caveat there on the Metal Gear Solid stuff is like I like the first two games. Yeah. I liked. I, I don't know if I like them now. Yeah. Because I tried to play two again recently, I was like, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if they age well. Because uh, what what's the guy's name who made him? Hideo Kojima. Yeah, he they let him. Somebody needed to jerk his leash a little bit and rein him back. Yeah, in because he got way. <laughs> well, yeah, and, too many movies, too much. Yeah. Uh, by the time you get to um, the fourth one, where Snake is old, it's just all it's, it's all movie. It's all cut yeah, scene. Yeah. It's like, I like to play the game. And at that point, it's like, you know, you might... That's my feeling all the time when I think about these, like, kind of cinematic games. Like, well, yeah. why don't I just make a movie at and some wh- point? And what's terrible about these games is... I don't I don't remember if you can skip the cutscenes in Metal Gear, but you play a game sometimes, you and you cannot skip the stupid cutscenes. Why would you ever do that? Yeah. I think you can. That is the dumbest I don't thing remember. on the planet. Yeah. It's some things you have to learn... But you shouldn't have to learn, oh, uh, maybe somebody's going to play this twice and they don't want to watch this crap yeah. the second time. Yeah, yeah. Even something like Final Fantasy VII back in the day when you used Knights of the Round. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it lasted for like two minutes. Yep. Can, you, can I get a button or something or an option in the menu to skip? Sephiroth has that ability that just like fucking... The, all the, the planets? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what happens? Go through it. Take us through it. Oh, I don't remember what happens. I just remember at some point it goes to like Jupiter or something and it like makes a big hole in I, or something. <laughs> I think it's okay. Final Fantasy VII. If people lost track, do you, I'm assuming that people who listen to this have played it. So you get to the last yeah. boss, Sephiroth, and he has this magic spell. First of all, he casts it more than once, which makes no sense because what happens is, is it Meteor? Is that no? That would just be the no. Next I don't spell. Re- I don't remember what the name of it was. Yeah, it's got some name. Yeah, who cares? Uh, it's got some name, and he casts it, and the screen changes and you see some meteor maybe it is meteor and it's crashing through all the planet now back when pluto was a planet i, th- yeah. I guess pluto was in it so it's crashing through every planet and it just takes you through all of them i don't right? think it actually goes through all the planets but it goes through most of them okay so it takes you but that, it takes the a very long time is that yeah. it's, it's blasting through every planet yep. on the way to you which actually that makes no sense either because are the planets in a straight line, or is this meteor like, like don't, don't zigzagging? Worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't thing, think about it. Is this thing zigzagging through the universe? Bam, yeah, yeah. bam, bam. Uh, so it blows up all these planets, and then it it finds you and and hits you and blows you up. Yeah, it's uh, incredible. Well, I you know now to think about, it, I think it does. I don't even think it does that. It, I think it hits the sun or something, and it, it goes like. Oh, and then the sun expands to the earth and does damage only to you. I can't remember. Everything else is left intact. How could you even... Did they just (laughs) run out of time on that one and somebody just said, just do it, just do it? They were just like, no, it looks cool, man. Just go for it. I could not imagine. I don't know. I'm sure there's... Interviews with the creators or something. They just I couldn't about imagine why. even th- even cons- I could imagine thinking of it if you were high as a kite and like, dude, wouldn't it be so cool if like this meteor blew up all planets and it hit the sun and then damaged you? It's, but to 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 do that in a game and nobody makes fun of. I, have you ever heard of a make? That's just ridiculous. 
They just thought it was cool, I guess. I don't know. I don't know any other explanation. Yeah, it's, thing not, with all cool. The other it's not cool. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the thing in Final Fantasy VII I used to enjoy doing, because I'm a fucking idiot, <laughs> is uh, when you're in the northern area, there are these like bunny rabbits you have to fight. Yeah. Yeah, these enemies. Sometimes you fight just one, I think. Yeah. Or maybe I would whittle it down to one and then cast Bahamut Zero. <laughs> just, <laughs> just for the overkill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking Bahamut blasting down from space oh, on yeah. this like one little bunny rabbit. This cute little bunny rabbit, probably chewing on a carrot, probably thinking about good times and its family back home. And <laughs> not, all of a sudden, this huge space dragon appears. Not for long. Vaporizes it. Yup. <laughs> oh lord. Oh man, that's the that's the kind of stuff that makes games so much fun. Yeah, that's why people like Grand Theft Auto because you just do stupid stuff like jack a plane. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Flower and and you just just start shooting at police <laughs> officers and you rob people. Actually, I I have very little experience playing Grand Theft Auto. I played one of them. Uh, I don't remember which one. Yeah, and it, it I got like halfway through it. I don't know how far. I played it for a while and yeah. then I got to some mission that I couldn't do and I was like, this is lame and I just stopped playing it. Yeah, but I didn't do it the way you're supposed to, which is just forget the story. Jack cars, shoot people, run over people, steal things. Well, I think most people care stuff, about the story. I don't. I don't know. I never really cared for him. I never got into him. I, I kind of enjoyed it. I mean, it has a lot of character, yeah. you know, and it's it's ridiculous. Which yeah, every good video game should be a little ridiculous. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you hope uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Kevin's back. He was. Uh, he's back from his wet work. Sometimes the government has to send him out to do things. We can't That's tell right. you where or when or what was going on, but it's all over, and he and he's fine. And the bad guys are all true. Toast. That's right. <laughs> you can sleep safe. <laughs> you can sleep safe. James Bond has been out there. Real life James Bond has That's been out right. there taking care of the problems, true. taking care of danger. True. Did you watch that new James Bond movie? No, I haven't watched it. I just. This one and the last one, I just can't summon any enthusiasm. Yeah. Do you like Daniel Craig as James Bond? Yeah, I like him as James Bond all right. Did you see the earlier ones? I saw um, Casino Royale. Yeah. Skyfall, was that the one that was after that? Uh, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace. I saw that one. I don't think I saw Skyfall. I think Skyfall was next. I don't remember. And then the one with uh, Harvey, Javier Bardem, Yeah, which I can't remember the name of. I think I just watched the first two. I don't know. I don't think I missed one. So he's made five total. Um, the James Bond movies are kind of like uh, kind of like superhero movies for me. In that, I mean, they're fun, but I don't. I probably would never just watch them by myself. I, I watch them with people. Tanya and I went through a phase. I think it's, it was on Netflix or Hulu or something like that, and they were like, "Oh, it's James Bond yeah. month." Or year or three months, whatever it was, and they, so they had all these James James Bond movies. I actually went through a phase when I was a teenager where I kind of sort of got into it. Yeah, I, was well, I remember reading the books the, and stuff, getting yeah. all the movies. Yeah, so I've seen, I guess I've seen them all. But we were with Tanya. I was watching all these. James, we started from the beginning, which was Doctor No. Yeah, we started from the beginning. We're like, we're going to watch all these James Bond movies back to back. Yeah, so we watched all the Sean Connery ones. We got to the. Uh, Rob uh, Rob Moore ones. Yeah. And I watched the, we started watching the first one and I was like, this is terrible. All the ones that he made are awful. Oh, the Roger Moore ones? Roger Moore ones. That's yeah, yeah. Rob. It's funny to say you were into it and then to get James Bond's name wrong. No, that's, that's okay. <laughs> well, I didn't even think about it. Roger Moore. I didn't realize you said Rob Moore. Sir Roger Moore. Yeah. So the, the Sean Connery ones are pretty good. They're ridiculous. Like you said, they're ridiculous and, yeah. and stupid. Um, the, Doctor No is pretty much a straight up movie. 
as far as I can remember. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have jetpacks in it. It doesn't have a laser pen. It doesn't have, yeah, we, you know, we like you is that, the pen twice. I think it's the it very first up. one, right? Dr. No is the first one. Yeah, that just has like the tank or whatever that I remember. Because like it's a dragon and it's a tank or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's Dr. No. It's pretty good. It, it's really good, actually. It's, it might be one of the best ones. So all the Sean Connery ones are pretty good because Sean Connery is so good as James Bond. But then Roger Moore, they get so they get too stupid. Yeah. We talked about this with Marvel movies where I like Marvel movies personally uh, up to a point. They mm-hmm. can only be so stupid. Yeah. I can take a certain level of stupidity my, and I can just not think about it. But once you get into the, I don't know, once you get into the Shang-Chi's and the... Whatever, Hawkeyes. I talked about Hawkeye last week mm-hmm. while you weren't here. How about how terrible that show yeah. was? I'm sure you'll never watch that. You have no reason to watch it. You shouldn't watch it. It's no. a mini series on uh, yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. They're all terrible. So, anyway, a certain amount of stupidity is fine, but Roger Moore, he, when James Bond was dressing up like a clown, yeah, to like to infiltrate the circus. <laughs> And I don't think and, I knew that actually. That's very funny. Yeah, and he's dealing with a woman named Pussy Galore. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's too much. Too much. It's uh, so we skipped all those. Yeah, like the silly shit. I guess we picked it back up with. Oh man, Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Well, there was another guy that made one too. George Lazenby. George Lazenby made uh, his Her Majesty's. Why, why do I remember all this shit? Yeah. Yeah, you're the you're the one who got, you're the one who's into it. You know all about. I it. guess I don't. You're know. having to tell me it's all the weird. names of the actors and all the names <laughs> of the movies. Some people say George Lazenby is a forgotten treasure of a James Bond actor, and he is not. I don't remember liking that one. Very no, much. I remember. I remember we watched terrible. it on TV or something. I don't remember liking it. It was terrible. That's the one where he got married and then his wife gets killed. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler he, alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, but it's terrible. Yeah. It's a terrible one. And he's not a good James Bond. But you get to Timothy Dalton. Now, Timothy Dalton is kind of different. But I li- he only made two movies, and I liked both of them. Yeah. I don't know if that's a general consensus that Timothy Dalton was good. I, I suspect not. But for some reason, I like him. I don't know. And then all the Pierce Brosnan ones, which some of those are classic, like Goldeneye. Oh, yeah, of course. Classic. Maybe because we played that game so much, too, when we were kids. <laughs> True. That was a lot of fun. You look back at that game now, and it's like this looks like total, uh, total polygon, oh, uh, blurry trash. I have no issue like playing a lot of old games that are kind of archaic. Like I love those old Wizardry games, like the eighties that are like uh, black and white. Yeah, you have to match yourself. But fucking N sixty four games are just garbage. <laughs> such garbage. My, here's my hot take, and I don't want any. I don't. I shouldn't even say anything. My hot take is that every Nintendo sixty four platformer ever made is trash. Every single one, including Mario 64. All of them garbage. What about that one with the... What was it? Mischief Makers? What about that one? Mischief Makers is good. That's a good I'm one. I'm talking about 3D platformers. Okay. Mischief Makers is side-scrolling. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day, garbage. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking about... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm thinking about... Oh, God. Okay, Maybe cut that out. I don't want to hear people's fucking opinions on it. <laughs> well, we'll, well, we'll cut that out if you can't, if you don't like it. But I'm thinking about... All right, think about GoldenEye. If yeah. You, if you... If you're listening to this and you played it, think back. But if if you can't remember, just Google it real quick. But go into uh, search for like the, any of the character models from Goldeneye on the N64. Oh just, yeah, just look at it like Odd Job or somebody. <laughs> yeah, look at that face. Hell, it's yeah. like a square with a highly pixelated, highly bl- not pixelated but blurry because everything on the N64 was blurry, like Vaseline. Yep. Had been like somebody came over to your house and wiped Vaseline all over your television screen. Yep. That's what it looked like. So 
just go look up any of those models. And I'm thinking specifically of Odd Job, right? I think not Odd Job. Well, I think I didn't speak. I think Odd Job was in. Is that there. Odd Job? Yeah, it's Odd Job. Has the hat he throws. That was him. Yeah, that was him. No, I know exactly. What I'm you're picturing about. his model specifically from the game. Yeah, because it's like a it's like a rectangle <laughs> with a super like the blurriest you could imagine oh, photo of his face just stretched over it. It no, looks the, so bad. The best one is Jaws. <laughs> remember Jaws from that game? Yeah. Oh, it's garbage. I gotta oh, look it up now. Do yourself a favor. I may actually post some of this out just because it's so much fun. I might look some of these up and post them out on Twitter or something so people can. Uh, Join us in our joy when we're talking about how ugly these character models look. But the game was a lot of fun. At least it was back in the day. I don't know if it still is. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember uh, playing that game in multiplayer with our sister. And uh, <laughs> just putting on proximity mines. And you throw so many proximity mines, you can't move anywhere. <laughs> so you're just sitting there. And if someone moves, every one of them explodes. And the frame rate goes down to, like, single digits. Speedrunners of the game look down. Yeah, just insane. The speed, just to keep the frame rate manageable because oh, man. any anything will tank the frames uh, at that game <laughs> i had to look up so that's how bad it is is anything will tank it i had to look it up yes right oh we're looking at it right now that is horrific <laughs> Woo, look how ugly that is look it was a different time it doesn't even look like a person's face it was a different time it looks like a skin suit oh dr doke hell yeah oh yes that was actually not bad compared to some of True. the others do yourself a favor and look these up and have and have a laugh on me. But hey, it was a it's a game changer. I was for, uh, console uh, first person shooters. It's a, it was a great game. It probably still. I, I'm sure if we got in a room with two other people and did four player split screen, we'd oh yeah, it. probably hey, yeah. Especially now that TV screens are bigger and we could actually see what the hell's True. going on. <laughs> I think the only thing would be trying to get used to those control schemes again. Trying to play on those three two inch uh, CRTVs. Yep. Don't screen cheat. Quit looking at my screen. You you cannot. Well, you have to focus. Everybody's like, you have to focus only on your quadrant. Do not yeah. look at my screen and try to figure out where I am. That's cheating. And if you're like me and you have a brain that can't uh, focus super well. I thought you were going to say if you're like me and have a big brain. <laughs> big brain Kevin. Five, uh, five head. <laughs> uh, you can't help but just like look at the other screens a little bit. I try not to, but. Oh, I'm enjoying some delicious... 90% Ooh. dark chocolate. I, I was going to stick dark this in chocolate. my mouth, but I don't want to. You don't want to listen to me eat this on the mic. I'm going to wait until the show's over, but I'm just thinking about it. Oh, stop. Ugh, disgusting. Mm, Goldeneye. It's bad enough that sometimes the coffee sips come through. <laughs> what kind of coffee are we drinking today? Folgers, Maxwell House? No, it's um, whatever the Kroger private, private selection. It's the Ethiopian Yorkshire Chef, mm. which is very good. It's actually my favorite coffee, Ethiopian. just as far as like uh, stuff you can just buy at Kroger. I guess to get back to the story I started probably 45 minutes ago, I now have a burr grinder. And if you've never had a burr <laughs> grinder, these things are amazing. At least the one that I was given. Yeah. So it's actually, I, I expected something handheld, something small. I've never had one. Yeah. But this thing is as big as a coffee maker. Yeah. And you, can, you have 15 coarseness settings. Interesting. And you have a timer for how long you want to grind it. Yeah. And you drop the beans in the top and hit the button, and it grinds it to a perfect consistency. Ooh. Every, all, all the beans are grinded to a, a, a uniform consistency to extract maximum flavor from your coffee. Very nice. Actually, I noticed a difference. I wasn't sure if I would notice 
it's one of those things where you don't know. I've always heard if you really want to have the best coffee, there are things that you do to get the best coffee. Number one, don't use don't use chlorinated water. Yeah. If you live in a place where you're getting city water and it's got chlorine in it, I, I live in a place with a well. Our water is yeah. fantastic. Don't use chlorinated water. That messes up your coffee. Number two, don't use pre-ground coffee. Yeah. How many people care about the quality of their coffee? When you go to work and it depends. they just, and they yeah. just bought uh, like Sam's Choice or whatever coffee. Yeah. Well, if, if you're drinking that, that's just like... Disgusting. That's just like when you're trying to get something quick. Yeah. Just caffeine. choke it down. Yeah. yeah. I remember a lady I used to work with. <clears throat> she was unhealthy in general, but you would watch her make coffee and she'd have a giant tumbler. Yeah. Right? Like a travel mug. So she would, she would fill it up with coffee. Then you take the... Not even real creamer. I like to use heavy cream yeah. in my coffee because there's no sugar in it. I just want the, the, the body from the fat. Yeah, yeah. So I just use heavy cream. I don't want the extra sugar from half and half. So, But she would take like the powdered creamer, which God knows what that is. <laughs> I don't want to put that in my yeah. body. I don't want to put that, that, uh, I don't want to put that science experiment in me. Yeah. But she just takes heaps of that stuff, whoosh, whoosh, dumping it in there, dumping it in there, and then the sugar bowl. Yep. Oh man. Sugar, sugar. Just <laughs> dumping it in there. And you're like, oh my God. And she's drinking a couple of these a day. And I'm like, Yeah. How are your teeth still in your head? How is your yeah. body still functioning? Well, as I said, she wasn't in the best shape, and that probably didn't help, but oh, I can't oh, imagine. <laughs> Drink coffee two ways, black or with heavy cream. That's the way I like it. So I wasn't sure if I would notice a difference with this burr grinder, but I really do. Yeah. It tastes Better. Yeah. It just tastes better. Yeah. I, like I, I wouldn't mind getting a burr grinder, too. Yeah, I use the we'll, uh, press most of the time because I just drink it one cup at a time. Yeah. I could drink it all day, and back when I was uh, back when I worked for somebody else, I would just always have a coffee cup at my desk. People yeah. would make fun of me about it, but I was always drinking coffee all day yeah. long, um, and that's not the way you should do it. You should yeah, I try not drink to. a cup here, a cup there. And I do two or three a day usually. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Dep- if I go out, I might have more, but I'm more like three or four. And when I say yeah. cup, I don't mean a giant cup. Yeah, I yeah. mean eight ounces of coffee. Yeah, three or four well, yeah, I have a day. coffee machine. I sometimes use the. Um, yeah, I, I have a French press, but my coffee machine you can only make it. Technically, it can go up to sixteen, but you can only make eight. Yeah, of coffee because it'll overflow. Right, and then you have to clean it out. Yeah, yeah, you you use a Keurig, right? So. Yeah, it's curious, but I just got to refill. So you thing. can control. I mean, you know how much yeah. you're getting. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the burr grinder is great. I, I was actually excited. That, I mean, that's a cool way for your coffee grinder to go out in an explosion. True. That's nice. It's, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee's never been so exciting. <laughs> I should send you this video of uh, Bill Stevenson from The Descendants talking about the '80s when he used to go fishing with his people at night, and they would fish all night, I guess, but they were doing like amphetamines and shit to stay up so he's trying to keep up with them but he didn't want to do amphetamines so he would make something he calls a bonus cup which is just like i guess like a thermos of coffee but you just basically like fill it up with like instant coffee like the powder okay hot water hold on hold on yeah hey you I'm have on. to you have to say this on mic yeah i'm on mic it's great that's why i walked over okay here. okay okay uh, so he would uh <laughs> okay bill stevenson yeah from the, who's from the descendant yeah i don't know what he was Was he the drummer yeah, he's a drummer okay so what was he doing uh, in the 80s, he would go uh, fishing with people. Uh, 
And they would be up all night doing uh, amphetamines, I guess, just to fish overnight. <laughs> but he didn't want to do uh, amphetamines because, uh, you know, I guess it's not his thing. Yeah. So he would make this ridiculous not concoction. Not either. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, either. So he would make this ridiculous concoction of uh, coffee called a bonus cup. He would just make, which was just uh, instant coffee. Just fill the cup up with instant coffee, put some creamer in it and some sugar. And just so it's like a sludge, basically. And you just drink it. Oh my overnight. God. <laughs> Is that the healthy version of an amphetamine? Probably not, really. That sounds horrific. I mean, that, that In that same video, he's like, yeah, drugs are my thing. And then later he's like, yeah, I need like eight cups of coffee to, to function. <laughs> it's like, it's a drug, my dude. <laughs> my dude. I have wondered if I should stop drinking coffee for a while just, just to do it. I, I really want it all the time. I don't know if it's like a, I don't know if it's that my body has some addiction to it or if it's just, like, I, if it's just something to do with my hand, it's something to do. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know it's probably a little bit of both. I, it probably is a little bit of both. But do you know how, do you have this? You do have this. I know you do. Yeah. Where you feel like you need to do something with your hands. Like yeah. You're not just sitting still, the, you're playing with a pencil or you're <clears throat> doing something. The entire time I'm doing this podcast, I'm secretly drumming on my legs a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm like that too. And I feel like a coffee cup is that. Like, yeah. It's something for me to do. Yeah. It, I lift it up, take a drink, put it down. It's, it's probably a little bit of both. Now, I know I, I did have a period there where my coffee drinking got out of my out of hands a little bit, and I wasn't paying attention to how much I was drinking. I was drinking like eight or nine cups of coffee a day. Yeah. Well, I, I have and done that before, too, and I, yeah. can, I can feel it. It does not feel good. Oh, yeah, and I tried to stop. My, <laughs> I, I do legitimately like coffee, but my two to three cups of coffee a day is actually managing an addiction a little bit. <laughs> because yeah. legitimately, if I stop drinking for like a day, I'll have headaches, and I get like... Really? Yeah, like jittery and stuff. I, well, I took one day off just to see, because I've heard people say they get headaches. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, I wonder if that would happen to me. So I did take, I didn't take the whole day off. I took the whole morning off until like one o'clock. Yeah, and I had no headache. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think my body. I think actually they say different people, you know, different people uh, handle different things. Yeah, in, true. In, to varying levels of, it's like Keith Richards and drugs. Yeah, I mean, is anybody better than him at taking drugs? So I True. think my coffee. I think, I think my body's pretty good at dealing with caffeine, so yeah. it doesn't mess it up much. But I have many times, like you said, had a, a little bit too much, and then your body gets that like, yeah, you feel like your body's shaking a little bit, but it's almost an internal shaking. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I got some jitteriness going on. I've overdone it. <laughs> I just need to chill out for a little while and stop drinking this coffee. Yeah, I haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten. I just I just have a, a few a day. It's sort of like when you're learning how to drink. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you're, for the first however long it takes, well, some people never figure it out, but True. when you're young and you're learning to drink, you overdo it. Oh, yeah. And you learn so, certain rules. Okay, when I drink, number one, do not walk around with a bottle. True. That will get you in trouble. <laughs> True, yeah. Number two, if something tastes really good, but it's really strong, just remember, you're drinking oh, yeah, something yeah. really strong. Number three, if you get some kind of a beer with a weird name that you've never heard of. Look at the alcohol. Oh yeah, it's probably strong on the bottle. Yeah, you might be drinking a fourteen percent crazy beer and not realize it, and just yep. drink it like a normal beer, and all of a sudden you're like, "Whoa, what is going on with me right now?" We just got to get get some sense of how your body handles it because I know I can feel it when I'm like at the limit and I just stop immediately. Yeah, no matter what anyone says, no, like, I've oh, man, that have too. a drink or whatever, have a shot. I'm like, nah, fuck that. Have fun, buddy. No, no, I, I've learned it. 
I learned it the hard way, yep. you know, where you just get wrecked two or three times or however many times it takes for you. And eventually you're like, okay, I know exactly where the limit is. And this, now some people, hangovers don't mess them up too bad. But yeah. for me, it's like death. No, I, I feel him. like yeah, I'm for sure. dying. Yeah. So I know where the limit is. And I, I, the memory of these terrible hangovers is so bad. That's yep. enough to keep me in line. Yeah, I can't stand time. it. The most that happens to me nowadays is I might have one and a half or maybe two drinks more than I than is optimal. Yeah. And then the next day, it, it's not even a headache. It's just like, okay, I can feel it. Yeah. A little bit. But, you know, oof, a couple bachelor parties. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a strong hangover a long time, just a little oh bit. Oh, my gosh, it's terrible. Just a little twinge of it. When I went to Nashville, I had just a little tiny bit too much. Just a little bit out. too much, yeah. And uh, I had just a little bit of a hangover the next day, but it's it wasn't not fun. bad. It's not fun at all. No, no, it's not. Oh, you have a bad one. <laughs> it's actually a blessing if you have terrible hangovers because kind of yeah, that's very instructive. Yeah. Now, if you're a person who just wakes up the next morning and has a cup of coffee and your ride is rain, you get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Do you know anybody like that? Uh, I don't think so, really. I know, I know a couple of people who it's like they're, it's like they're, I don't know what it is. It's like they're machines. Some people they're alcohol it. machines, yeah. and they just their body just handles it. It's like gasoline in their tank. Yeah, some people just no problem. Just deal with it. Yeah. They can get wrecked, and the next morning wake up, no headache, no problem, pretty much fine. It's bizarre. Yeah, maybe that's like the caffeine for me. It could be. Yeah, I but don't know. I mean, I just told you I do get the jitters, but yeah, I do feel like I handle it pretty well. So anyway, the burr grinder's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, is this the is this the bit for the show where you just keep coming back? Yeah, the burr grinder story. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, nice. It's, it's nice burr grinder. What kind of burr grinder yeah, is it? Get it. Go go get one. <laughs> what kind of burr? What this kind of burr grinder is it? This show is sponsored by whoever makes burr grinders. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I should tag them in a post and see if we can get some money for some. The coffee companies. Yeah. Uh, do they? Do they? They should uh, sponsor us. Sponsor podcasts. I, I need some money. Broke. Uh, not really yeah, broke. I'm not really broke. Give me that money. Give me some money. I'm broke. Um, <laughs> all right. Who Sponsorships. I know. Uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, Raid Shadow Legends. Man Great. Shadow Legends. Manscape. You know, the thing. Yeah, Manscape. You got uh, Teddy Fresh. Hello Fresh. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Sherry's Berries. Stamps.com. Now, some of these are probably old. I, yeah. I don't know. Stamps.com. Stamps. Yes. Yeah, there's got to be some <laughs> coffee company that we can get in with, right? <laughs> Do my Mark Marin voice, stamps.com. Don't you hate going to the post office? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you hate going? Do you hate waiting in the long line at the post office just to get your stamps? <laughs> stamps.com. Uh, Do you listen to uh, Mark Marin anymore? I don't I, Every now and then when he has an episode, I listen to a little bit of one. Last night, where he talked to Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Which is good. I'm like that with Joe Rogan. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll be turned on to some interesting guest, and I listen to him. Yeah. I guess most people probably do that. I, I think it's probably true. Yeah. I haven't listened to any podcasts recently too much. Well, he has so many people I've never heard of. I have no reason to do that. Yeah, that's the case for most of those, yeah. Lex Friedman's like that. You ever heard of him? No, I've never heard of him. He's sort of like the technology version of Joe Rogan to me. Yeah. He's a smart guy from MIT. And he has a podcast. It's it's basically like Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. except he has different kinds of guests on. So he'll have people talking about technology. Yeah, he has people talking about philosophy and stuff too. But um, he's good. If you haven't checked out Lex Friedman, you should you should go see yeah some of the shows. I mean, they'll talk about stuff. He's a really 
he's a different kind of dude. You know, Joe is a total degenerate comedian type. Mm-hmm. So it's like drugs and, well, he's into martial arts and outdoorsy stuff, but he's also yeah. into like, he's a comedian. You know what comedians it's are like. He's a DMT he's man. Complete, yeah. complete degenerates. That's Joe. Now, mm-hmm. Lex is the opposite of that. <clears throat> Lex is, uh, he's like a, a, a researcher mm-hmm. uh, at MIT, smart guy. Uh, doesn't have vices like that, so mm-hmm. I can tell. And he's just into, he's like a happy guy, very optimistic, and he's into technology. He, he works on machines, yeah, uh, robots, and uh, artificial intelligence, stuff like that. So he has on guests that are in that space, yeah, and philosophy. So he's interesting. You should check him out okay. if, you've never, if you've never seen him before. Gotcha. I do want to talk just for a few minutes about this new Matrix movie, which I know you haven't seen yet. Yeah, I haven't watched it. And I'm not going to spoil Despite the fact that I've had plenty of uh, time, I haven't done it. This is spoiler-free, but if you're listening to this and for some reason you haven't seen it and you don't want to hear anything about it, um, maybe I'll put a time like a time stamp up on yeah. the YouTube video to show you where to go to just skip this section if yeah. you don't want to hear anything about The Matrix. But I did watch it last night. Well, I told you I was trying to watch it last night, but the kids were like, "Yeah, man, my, my two-year-old <laughs> my two-year-old is a pain. On a good day. Yeah. And last night was not a good day. It was a bad day. Fun. Well, yeah. That's, that's having kids. He's in this thing now where he pushes chairs around and gets into stuff. Like, he'll push a chair <laughs> over to the counter and climb up on it. Yeah. But what makes it... That's fine, I guess, but there's like a cushion on top. And you feel like you're still... If you take one step too far, you step on the cushion but not on the chair and just fall into the floor. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm afraid yeah. that he's going to do. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? The point is, I couldn't finish it last night with the kids, but I woke up early yeah. this morning and finished it yeah. before we did the show today. So I've seen The Matrix 4, Matrix uh, Resurrections, and then I had time. So after I finished that, I wanted to go back and watch the first one yeah. to compare it. Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen the first Matrix uh, probably a handful of times over the years, a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. The second one and the third one, I think I watched them when they came out, and I haven't seen them once since then. Yeah, you the same? I've seen the made the first Matrix once. I liked it. I yeah. saw it years after it came out. Yeah, I kind of deliberately <laughs> didn't watch it because everyone was like, "You've never seen the Matrix?" I just I, for some <laughs> reason I like the reaction. For people to be like, "Oh my gosh, you've never seen the Matrix? You never watched the Matrix?" Yeah, I watched. I like the first Matrix. I didn't really care for the second one. I never watched the third one. Well, I think generally well, I, I, I wasn't like. Chomping at the bit. Yeah, I think generally it's one is really good, two is okay, and three is either bad or mediocre. Yeah. I think that's how people generally think about it. They're in descending order of quality. Yeah. yeah. The Matrix 1 is perfectly balanced. It should be terrible. Yeah. It is stupid. All right, stupid is not the right word. Well, It makes no sense. It's uh, It's not stupid. It makes no sense. First, why can they only escape the Matrix through, uh, uh, like, a phone? What does that have to do with anything? I mean, it's just style. I yeah, exactly. It makes no sense. It makes a sort of, like, intuitive sense, I think, but not really, like, any sense when you analyze it. Somehow being connected to a phone line makes you able to be abstra- extracted from the Matrix? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't remember enough about the movie, honestly, though. Uh, I always thought it was funny too. So you defeat computer programs by doing physical combat with them in the Matrix. Yeah. How does that? How does that? What does that do? Well, the the answer is you're thinking about it a little too hard. It's just <laughs> it's style, and it, like I said, it makes a sort of intuitive sense. At yeah. least in my head, it makes kind of an intuitive sense, but well, not really like something you can analyze. Exactly. When you read about the directors, <clears throat> they have they were exploring things, and yeah. these, the themes that they were exploring came out in the movie. 
Yeah. Which is one of the things that makes it so interesting because you can think about the events and the dialogue on a two or three different levels. Yeah. Which is part of why it's so good. Yeah. So the Matrix one is really fun. The, the reason the Matrix was so fun, <clears throat> first of all, just the idea. Yeah, yeah. The way it was, it's a well-crafted movie, so they put it together very well. Yeah. It looks good. Even though it, when you go back and look at it, it's really green. Like after True. after watching yeah. the new one, which is so colorful and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You go back to the first one, it's like, wow, this is green. I still no, like that's it. true. Yeah, yeah. Which that was the atmosphere. Yeah, and it was fine. I liked it. It's it's fine. It yeah. still looks good. Well, it's like the computer terminals with the green text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they maybe that was part of it. I've never read if that was what they were going for. I don't know. I don't know if it is, but that's what I would think. That's, well, everything that's what I think about it. Everything yeah. about the first one is kind of <clears throat> drab and dungeon like. Yeah. Even Keanu's complexion, his white skin, and he's yeah. sitting in a room all day with a green computer screen, like you just said. Yeah. yeah. So it fits. It's well crafted, and it's the action is insane. The directors have said they love violence. Yeah. yeah. Clearly, that is true. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? So you got people running around the walls and got like a machine gun in each hand. It's insane. You've yeah, seen yeah. it. You know what it's like. But it's but what makes it so good is it's well executed. So it's a, it that movie could should probably not have worked ninety nine times out of a hundred. But yeah. there's something about all the elements are so well balanced. And what I noticed too is when I was watching it this morning, every two three minutes someone would say a line and the next line would pop into my head. So oh, that tells me yeah. that the dialogue is very memorable. Yeah. Because I was, I was remembering, that it's not like I watched The Matrix a hundred times. Yeah. I've seen it several times, but that's over a course of 20 years. Yeah. But I'm remembering pieces of dialogue, and that tells me that it's written in a way that's really that's memorable true. and interesting. It's written, and also a lot of the lines, now that I think about it, are delivered in kind of an interesting way. Yeah, exactly. It, it has the way a Morpheus style delivers which is over line. the top. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Morpheus. Yeah, yeah. All the characters are over how, the top. How do you define real? <laughs> what is real? Yeah. Now I compare that to the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, the new one is, it's not so bad that I had to turn it off. Yeah. It's not a good way to, to start it, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know nothing about it. The new one is flawed. Yeah. It is... It's basically a rehash of the first movie. Mm-hmm. The beats are all there. All the things you remember from The Matrix, the pills, yeah, people running around on walls, the same characters are coming back, hmm. even though it's a significant amount of time later. It's, it feels like a total, not a total, it, the first probably 15 minutes in, I was like, oh my gosh, this, is, this feels like it's huh. going to be really interesting. Yeah. And the more it goes on, it's like, oh, well, they're just bringing... It's just a complete rehash. It's like the uh, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. That's almost how it felt. Yeah. Where you're watching this new Star Wars movie, but it feels like the first Star Wars movie. Yeah. That's the Matrix 4. But the problem is, it's not as well executed. Yeah. All, it's, it's got the same stuff from the first movie, but it's just the dialogue is not memorable. The scenes are not as well crafted. The editing is really weird. Yeah. Something about the editing and the pace, you feel like you're moving. The first movie moved fast, mm-hmm. but it felt like the it felt like the right speed because of the way it was crafted and put together. Yeah, the fourth one moves fast, but I feel like I'm missing things, and I feel like stuff like like I'm missing big chunks of action or, mm. or of of exposition or, or uh, like I'm missing scenes. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm missing scenes. 
Interesting. It feels like I'm missing information. Yeah. And the characters are so monologue mm-hmm. Now, the, I guess in The Matrix, they talked a fair bit, too, and it was a lot of kind of philosophy and stuff, but they were explaining The Matrix, and the way it was done in the first one, it felt like it furthered the storyline because we're all learning about this thing that's mm-hmm. going on. That's the way it felt in the first one. And like I just told you, it was so memorable. Yeah. It was fun. The fourth one, they're just yammering. It's got that same quality where they're talking about two or three things at once. They're not just talking about what's happening in the movie. It's a commentary on the movie. Yeah. And it's also a commentary about real life. So actually, it's a very rewatchable movie because I would like to go back in and rewatch it. And Interesting, yeah. Now that I've got the scope of the, of the action of what's going on, I want to go back in and see if I can tease out some meaning from what they're talking about. Yeah. Because it is interesting on that level. There's a lot of uh, dialogue where you you could you could tease a lot of meaning out of it. Yeah, and, and the Wachowskis say they, that they like movies like that. Yeah, it's designed to be uh, interpretable and uh, rewatchable. Yeah, they 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 make which this was not made by both of them. It was yeah. made by one. Yeah, um, but they they've said that they enjoy movies where. Uh, you have to think about what's going on where you can really, your mind can chew on it and yeah, yeah. tease out meaning. And that's the kind of movies that they make. And this is one of those. So the Matrix, yeah. if you like to really dive into the dialogue and sort of play with it and tease out some ideas, this is a good movie to do that with because there's tons of that going on. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff too where you can, uh, every time you watch it or play it or read it or whatever, you get something else out of it. Ultimately, they may, that might make it fun just yeah. because you can do that. It's yeah. really watchable and you can you can really play with the the dialogue and you can really play with the ideas but the slow now this is unforgivable the slow motion is terrible hmm so the original matrix movie oh it was all about people doing crazy stuff and they were slow motion yeah. bullet time and it looked incredible but this this new version of the movie the action is awful i think hmm. i think it was bad yeah there was something about the way it looked it was unconvincing uh, and there was something about this. The slow motion was bad. Yeah. It's like, if you're making a Matrix movie, you got to get that right. You can't mess that up. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was done intentionally. I don't know. Well. Once again, I haven't seen it. That was, that was bad judgment call in my humble opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you got to uh, get the slow-mo right. You got to get the action right. I didn't like the action. I didn't think it was good. Mm-hmm. I think some of the elements were reused several times so that they were getting boring, like the pills thing. And mm-hmm. Neo had this ability... It was almost like a force field, like concussive power that he had, and he used it so much that I got bored with it. Yeah, and and that all is summed up when I say not as well crafted, mm-hmm. a little repetitive, yeah, in certain ways. Um, but ultimately, I watched it. I think I actually enjoyed it as much as it sounds like I'm trashing it. Mm-hmm. It some of the key elements, the action to me was not good. Oh, and the new characters, yeah. Now, I didn't enjoy the new characters. The old characters from the first movie felt more interesting, felt more fleshed out. Yeah. I understood their motivations. They made sense to me. These new characters, they could, they, they're like uh, a blank canvas. They're hmm. just nothing. Yeah. They, they're just nothing to me. They have, I don't know what they want. I don't know what they're doing. I, and they have no personality. <laughs> <laughs> that I can well, tell. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> the one main character besides uh, Neo and Trinity, she was she was okay. Yeah, she wasn't great, but she was okay. But the other ones is like just complete, completely forgettable. Hmm. So, anyway, I guess my takeaway for the movie is uh, it's worth watching. It's interesting enough to yeah. to check it out, but I would not call it a great movie. 
And oh, and I can't forget to say that the music. To me, that Matrix soundtrack, the original soundtrack, <laughs> you remember that? That really 90s, yeah, very 90s electronic dungeon yeah. dance music stuff. Yeah, yeah. That was that was part that was as important as the movie. Yeah. That soundtrack was so imp- was incredible, I thought. <laughs> Maybe you don't like that kind of music. The rhetor- no, I, I enjoy the rhetorical it. you, not you specifically. Or maybe yeah, you yeah. specifically. Oh, the what do you think about it? Well, what I'm hearing in my head, I can kind of remember, I like. I probably did, I probably wouldn't have liked it at the time when it came out. Yeah. But I like that stuff now. I, can I, have, hear I have a much wider taste now. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was just as, as catchy as the dialogue of the first Matrix. It was so yeah. The it was so good. Tanya used to have it on her uh, iPod. Uh, iPod. Yeah. Well, yeah. Every, every every part of the first movie is very distinct. Yeah. The music. I could not tell you one. I could not hum one second of the music hmm. in the new movie. Yeah. And it didn't have any of that cool. I wanted some cool electronic. It didn't have to have the same '90s vibe. We don't yeah. have to go back in time and try to recreate the old. But I was looking for like, well, yeah, and you some can't interesting, anyway, really. uh, high energy. It's got to have that electronic thing mm-hmm. because it's the Matrix. Yeah, computerishness is 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 pervasive. I mean, that's the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It's digital. Yeah, computer. So it needs to have that computer vibe, that like that electronic dance vibe, kind of like dirty and raw. The soundtrack to the Matrix one was like had a rawness to it. Which yeah, yeah. Was really cool. And the music in this movie was so forgettable. I might as well be at a spa listening to whatever it is they play while you're getting your back rubbed. Interesting. It was, it was completely forgettable. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And that was so disappointing to me because before it came out, before the movie came out, my thoughts were um, the story I don't care about because it's probably not going to be good. Because mm-hmm. how could it be? It's the fourth one. Yeah. The, how, how is the fourth anything good? I, I had well, no yeah, it's in the story. I don't know. I don't even remember the story from the other movies. So I don't know how you could continue it exactly. Yeah, I, and I never watched the third one. So yeah. Well, the fourth. I mean, name any. Was Jaws four good? Mm-hmm. Was Rocky four? Which one was Rocky four? Maybe Rocky four was okay. I guess it. I guess if you keep cranking them out well, at a certain point, you're going to hit another home run. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of what all. But think of all are. the movies that have fours. Are, are they any any of them good? Mm-hmm. Probably not. If you, that's why they, that's why, it, what about Carnosaur 4? Is Carnosaur 4 <laughs> as good as the first Carnosaur? Well, hey, it's classic. <laughs> it's a di- classic. Is Die Hard 4 as good as the original Die Hard? <laughs> Jaws 4 is terrible. 4s are not good. So the Matrix 4. I feel like they're probably good 4s. Well, <laughs> listen, if you make enough, you're gonna, some of them are going to be good just, just by math. But most of the time, I would say they're not. So my idea was the fourth one is going to be the story. Who cares? But I want to see the action and I want to hear the music. That's yeah. what I was excited about. And I wanted to see a version of the Matrix movie where we have this 20 years of, of uh, technology, of digital mm-hmm. effects technology. So now I was like, I want to see this translated into 2020 graphics, mm-hmm. all of which were disappointing to me. I feel like the Matrix, the first Matrix looked better. Even the technological, even the even the abilities and the machines and everything about it looked better to me. A real letdown, in my humble opinion. Oh well. But as I say, worth watching. Yeah. It's sometimes when you give a movie review, like you spend so much time talking about the flaws that yeah. it sounds like you just hated it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. 
Yeah. I didn't hate it. It was not a bad movie. And I think some people love it. So if you're listening to this and you, you might love it. I have seen nothing about it. Honestly, my movie opinions are not mainstream. There's a lot of things that people like that yeah. I don't like. Like uh, like that newest Mad Max movie. Did you like that one? Fury Road? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I exactly. It. It was great. I, I hated it. <laughs> Actually, that was the fourth one, too. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't like it. Or Logan. You remember Logan? I never watched it. Logan. But I know you're talking about the Wolverine movie. That one's a little different. It's not a bad movie. Yeah. It's, ex- it's exceptionally well-made, exceptionally mm-hmm. well-paced, beautiful movie, yeah. but... The characters are ruined mm-hmm. to me. Wolverine was ruined. The character hmm. of Wolverine. The character... And now Professor X was uh, was going through, like, basically dementia. Or, like, you know, Alzheimer's sort of a thing. So yeah. I understand that. But Wolverine, it was, he was too nasty, too mean. Hmm. He was too... He was always... Like I said, any movie with a superhero in it... <laughs> Like Wolverine, I know I understand it's not exactly that kind of movie. Yeah, it's the but least. Any movie with like Wolverine or Spider Man or something, I, I have to watch it with somebody. That's else. sort of the least superhero movie that you could watch. Yeah, it's still a superhero movie. Yeah, it yeah. feels like a, just a movie with some superheroes. Yeah, in. and I understand it's a different thing. But it's like in my yeah. brand, like Wolverine, it's like, hey, I go watch it. Somebody uh, else is you, going you to. Might, you might, you might enjoy watching it. It is a yeah. good movie. It's yeah. a good movie. It's not a bad movie, but I think what well, what does it in for me is it just the characters. Yeah, the characters just do it in for me. It's just too. I think they ruined Wolverine. Yeah, I think they made him too nasty, hmm. too mean. He's supposed to have a loyalty and a and a basic. I mean, he's he's a rough person. Uh, he he is a an essentially violent person mm-hmm. who is always trying to better himself through philosophy and discipline. Yeah, yeah. In the movie, he's just he's just an asshole the whole time. <laughs> he's just a complete asshole. Yeah, it's like I I need you to dial it back just a little bit. That took me out of it. I couldn't enjoy it as much as other people. I can't give it. I can't give it full praise because Wolverine is too much of an asshole. Hmm. Well, sorry, Hugh Jackman. R.I.P. Buddy. You'll pardon me. I had to step away from the mic and take a little sip. I stepped away from the mic to, dr- to drink to coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Like Tay, I had to. I gotta finish mine. Yeah. Step away from the mic. Wait, I got a little bit left. You think people will know the name Tay? Tay Zonday. Step yeah. away from the mic. I think, so. I, I think they'd probably know it. Unless <laughs> like 15, 15 years old or Internet something. Internet legend Tay Zonday. Tay Zonday, that was from before his, I was born. His channel is still going. I looked at yeah, it no, a couple times still, uh, the last few years. He's still a public figure. What was that? I saw some... I watched some video with him in it recently where they were talking to him. I don't remember what it was. They were like on a Ferris wheel or something. An interview? Yeah, they were interviewing him. He still, kinda, makes, it's he still writes yeah. songs and performs them on YouTube. I follow him on Twitter, but I don't see a lot of his tweets, I don't think, for some reason. Man, it's tough to write that one song that was a complete joke. I don't know the story of it. Well, the song, the song about Chocolate Rain, if anybody doesn't yeah. know. The song itself wasn't a joke. It was just, it blew up because the video is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the video is silly. The song yeah. is silly. Yeah. Like, and the thing I was just referencing where it, the, if you remember the video, the subtitle at the bottom says, Yeah, yeah. When Step it away, away from the mic to breathe. Yeah, yeah. So yep. <laughs> Yeah, it was silly, but uh, you know he's one of those guys. He's like Jack Black, where he's a good singer, uh, but there's something fundamentally silly about his voice. So when, yeah, yeah. when you hear him sing well, there's something com- yeah, I know what you there's mean. something comic yeah. about it. Yeah, and Jack Black is like that. He's, he's a, <laughs> he has a great 
He actually has a great singing voice, but he always sounds there's something goofy about it. Always. Yeah. So. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the Matrix. Yeah, go check it out. Why not? It's streaming on HBO Max, which is where I watched it. Ooh, HBO Max. Yeah. Do you have HBO Max? I have somebody else's HBO Max password. There you that go. I use. You like it? You like HBO Max? It's good, although the video player is terrible. I always have issues with. Well, I'm I'm watching on the browser too. Yeah. I feel like it's gotten better because it used to crash, and yeah. now that I think about it, over the past couple months or so, it's been working pretty flawlessly for me. Okay. So if, I mean, when I first got it, I almost just turned it off because I was it was crashing. Yeah, it well, it could just, just be a Firefox thing, but I always find there's some point where it would just stop loading and I have to reload the page. Maybe it is Firefox. Maybe. Yeah. You should try it in Chrome, know, or, Chrome something. or something yeah. just to see if it works better. I need to go back. I just use it on the smart I'm going to go back to using Opera. Fuck all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's a browser. That's what I'm used. going back to Netscape Navigator. That's what I used to use on my uh, browser's Opera. Didn't Netscape just celebrate its 30th anniversary? Is it still around? Navigator? I don't know. No, I don't think so. But <laughs> something like 30 years ago today, or not today, but this year. Yeah. Maybe you can confirm that or not confirm that. But Netscape Navigator is like 30 years old. I remember that back in the day, Netscape Navigator. Back when you were Me using, too, actually. Back when you were using it on the, the Mac. And I remember it had that. The, and it had the, the uh, animated tile graphic in the corner of the browser and it would show i don't know like a star or something but it was so pixelated yeah no i remember that blocks i remember exactly around. what you're talking about <laughs> happy 20th birthday netscape navigator 20th okay 3.0 that's the 3.0 one i don't know about 1.0 oh, yeah what am i thinking 30 yeah. years that would take it back to the early 90s yeah 20. which it probably was around the early 90s i don't remember the exact history of it pour some out for netscape navigator if you got your coffee pour it on the floor right now pour a little out for netscape navigator what if it still existed? Like MySpace. MySpace. I feel like exists. I feel like Netscape got sold at some point. Yeah. And became some other browser. Somebody made a chunk of money off that company. Oh yeah. Do we need to have a retrospective like a Netscape on Netscape mail? Old uh on old browsers <laughs> and old technology. Uh, I don't remember what else you had at the time. Would people would people pay for a uh or would people watch a documentary on Netscape Navigator and old well, I, I probably would, actually. Yeah, I actually would watch that. Yeah, that'd probably be fascinating, actually. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to a CoffeeZilla video. Mm-hmm. I think it, lots of people know who CoffeeZilla is. He talks about scams and scammers. And yeah. He has a big, pretty big YouTube channel that's just under a million subs. And he, talks, he was talking to this guy. This guy saved all NFTs. Mm-hmm. You know, he had like... <laughs> It was like a, it was like some huge, like seventeen ter, oh yeah, gigantic yeah. file yeah. of all these NFTs. So he saved them all, and he was saying that a lot of times what people are buying, and it's not everyone, but the thing is with the blockchain, and I don't understand the technology enough. So I'm, if if you understand this and I'm getting it wrong, correct me in the comments or let me know. But the blockchain cannot store huge images. Yeah. Um, you you only have so much storage space in the blockchain. So a lot of times these images are stored somewhere, like uh, hosted somewhere. And then what you're buying is like a link to the image almost. Yeah. He was calling it a link to the image. Yeah. Almost like a URL. So you think you're buying an image and you're really buying a link. I don't know. It's weird. It's complicated. I don't completely understand. Yeah, you're, That's you're probably not the full story. Yeah, you're not buying an image. You're just trying, you're just buying basically a receipt that says you own something. Oh, you're talking about people being pissed that their stuff is being right clicked. Now imagine if you told them you bought a, a URL. Yeah. You sp- oh, I'm sorry. You spent t- uh, five well, ETH on a link. Well, I hate it for you, buddy, but that's what you're buying. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> You're not buying a picture. It doesn't give you any rights over it. Now, he was saying that some things like Board Ape Yacht Club, yeah. you are buying a copyright. Yeah. Now, that's pretty cool if you get the copyright. I guess. I don't think it's cool that's at all. That's better. But... <laughs> no, that's better if you own the copyright. Yeah. But if they're just sending you a link, and he was saying that sometimes, like, I've never heard of this before, but he was saying that you can put anything at the at the link location. The, yeah. the link sends you to a, a page where yeah. the image is hosted, but they could swap it out for anything or just take it down, and it yeah. doesn't even work anymore. Yep. So I don't know. i got to look into that and see what's going on. That's really interesting to me. Yeah. NFTs are really interesting to me. So I like to share interesting stories from the, uh, from the news. So let's go over a couple of these before we wrap it up for today. By the way, All right. thanks everybody for listening oh, to the God. show. If you don't know, and I never bring this up on the show, I, maybe I should start introducing us every episode and start telling people where they can find us. Yeah. I'm Jason, author and illustrator. He's Kevin, audio engineer and musician. Uh, we're brothers, and uh, we're the hosts of Too Much Coffee. Yep. So we hope you're enjoying the show. Now, listen, if you enjoy the show, your support is essential because we're brand new. This is episode number six. So for the show to grow, any engagement from you is will help the show tremendously because we're just getting started, and we're just trying to get people to listen to the show. So if you could like it or comment on uh, the Twitter thread or go to YouTube and subscribe and like, or dislike if you don't like it. Comment and tell us anything. Tell us where we're right. Tell us where we're wrong. Just tell us you enjoyed <laughs> the show or tell us it was the worst thing you've ever heard. Your engagement is what helps the show grow. So anything that you could do, we would highly appreciate. Even just a thumbs up on the Twitter link would be great. Anything we appreciate. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms. Actually, I've had trouble with Apple Podcasts. I don't know yeah. what's going on with that. I tried it again the other day. Oh, I don't know. And it's given me grief. But you can find us on Google, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Stitcher, YouTube. Easy to find. Let me share this story with you. Yeah, okay, go for it. Okay, the headline. I, almost, I, could, I could almost just read the headline, and that would be good enough. Mm-hmm. But look at this picture. I love that picture that goes Oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> Logan Paul, you guys know Logan Paul? Everybody knows who Logan Paul is. Yeah, okay. Logan Paul spends $3.5 million on only known sealed box of first edition Pokemon cards. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hell yes, son. Hell yes. Did you? Were you into Pokemon cards when you were a kid? Not really. A little bit. I feel like we had some around the house. I can't remember if it was we you did or have Sam. Some. Or, it wasn't me. Well, I never got into Pokemon in general, really. You had some of the cards, which though? some people surprise are surprised by that, but yeah, what that you never got into? Yeah, some people like we know, like, like you, you never played the, Pokemon. Yeah, I played Pokemon Snap. Yeah, the games were. Pretty I had a few of the. Oh, I had Pokemon a few of the Snap cards. Yeah, I had a few of the Pokemon cards, but I didn't have many. Anyway, so this article says that Logan Paul has spent a whopping three and a half million. This must be a UK article because in parentheses it says two point six million pounds. Yeah, on what is believed to be the only known set. Sealed box of first edition base set Pokemon cards in the world. God, he's only 26 years old. Yeah. Some people just know how to market <laughs> from day one. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're learning, how to market. Well, it's how to market and I'll just, also just enjoying doing it probably Woo! to an extent. Because some of that stuff, I just, I just don't like doing it. Yeah. He's a, he's, isn't he a child star? I mean, he was doing this since he was a kid, right? Like Disney. I, I know he's like an internet YouTube, whatever guy. I, like I know nothing kid. else about him. I think he's a Disney kid, like Britney Maybe. Spears and Justin Timberlake and I guess people like that. Look I think it up. Yeah, look it up. 
I guess he feels like, I mean, if it's really the only known one in the world, Logan Paul likes to buy stuff like this. You know, he, yeah. uh, he's, he, he's in the NFT space and he sold a bunch of NFTs. So, hey, you know, the man knows what to do with his money. No, he's just, he knows, he's just a YouTuber. He's not a, he's not a child star. He has something to do with Disney. I could be wrong about that, but I felt like he had something to do with Disney. Is he just YouTube? Uh, looks like it. Wow. Okay. Well, my conception of what he where he came <laughs> from was totally wrong. Yeah. So he's just a YouTube guy who blew up. I mean, it looks like he's done some acting and some movies, but that was like after he started his YouTube channel. Man. Like I said, some people were just born knowing how to market. You if amazing. All right, one more. And I, I only picked this one because you, you used to work at Radio Shack back in the day. Does <laughs> yeah. anybody remember Radio Shack? We had one in, in our town. Yeah. It was kind of a, always a sad little building, and you could go there if you wanted to buy a capacitor or if you wanted to buy a CB radio yeah. or if you wanted to buy... You could go all the way in the corner of ours, and there was a dusty shelf full of very dusty boxes with very old computer software Yep. Which no one would ever want Old to computer buy. software. What did, what did we have in that store? We had a computer software. We had a Dreamcast controller you could buy. Uh, we had very expensive HDMI cables. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not trying to shit talk the place, but... Yeah. We, just, we had a lot <laughs> of very old stuff. You have not shit talked at all yet. I we mean, had what all, are you thinking? We had a mind. whole bunch of old uh, like satellite radio systems that were uh-huh. from before the, the XM Sirius merger. <laughs> so so you guys just had a bunch of old crap nobody cared about, which is part of the reason, you know, Radio Shack croaked, I guess. Well, I heard, and I mentioned CoffeeZilla one time, but to mention him one more time, I heard him bringing up Ty Lopez and Radio Shack. Yeah. Uh, You may not know who Ty Lopez is, but if you used YouTube during a certain amount of time, you saw the videos of this guy at that, you know, at a big house with like a nice car behind him. He's one of those guys. Buy my course. Get (laughs) rich. I guess one of those guys who are like, hey, I got rich uh, doing other stuff. I'm going to teach you how to get rich. But the way he actually got rich was probably selling you courses on how to get rich. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I really don't know much about the guy. But this article says, After an extremely sad online-only relaunch, Radio Shack is grasping for relevancy by launching a cryptocurrency exchange. Can you even even wrap your head around something like that? Ty Lopez bought Radio Shack. He bought it? He bought it. Interesting. It, It went bankrupt. Yeah. Because nobody cared about Radio Shack at a certain point. I guess he snatched it up. And now what's he gonna do? Bring it into the bring it into the future with a cryptocurrency exchange? Maybe, I don't know. I just I mean, a lot of the issue with Radio Shack at the time was that they went through CEOs a lot and none of them made good decisions at all at any point. (laughs) All right, this says the thing keeping crypto excuse me, the thing keeping crypto from becoming widely accepted and used currency is, according to Radio Shack. This is so hilarious. Just to even read that. Radio Shack in 2021. So uh, according to Radio Shack, the decision makers don't trust it. And those movers and shakers are generally older than the average crypto buyer in their 20s and 30s. He's, he's bringing... Uh, that would be so incredible if Radio Shack... I'm sure, it's, uh, I'm sure this is going to just fail like 99% of these sort of crypto schemes. Yeah, fail. well... Radio Shack, the future of crypto, baby. Go to go to RadioShack.com and buy your that would be wild. Buy your ETH, buy your uh, buy your Mana tokens and your Dogecoin and your Bitcoin. It could work, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? In my mind, I feel like Radio Shack was always trying to be <laughs> trying to be cool. Yeah, try to keep up the best buy, but you can't do that. You just got to own it. It's called Radio Shack. Say that name to yourself. Radio 
shack. Yeah, it's like it was a, destined for the dustbin. It's like a fucking nineteen forties <laughs> uh, ham radio name. Just own it. Just be a hobby shop. Uh, anyway, so that's the show. It was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in. Anything you guys can do to engage with the with us on Twitter on YouTube is highly appreciated. We depend on your engagement and support to help the show grow. We appreciate you very much. Thanks and peace.